Hello and welcome to Coffee and Crits. I'm your host Aaron Washington here with my both my co-hosts Mike. Yes. And Nick. Word. So what's good? So uh, today we are doing Magical Items: The Return. Yeah. Uh, is it an the, item of returning? So is it, is it coming back to us? No. The 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 episode is coming back to oh, us. Oh, okay. I also call it uh, oh, Magic Items Revengeance. <laughs> Magic items for vengeance. Uh, magic items, the, uh, the, the the second reckoning. There we go. <laughs> magic items, or two. magic items, yeah. the the one more bullet. <laughs> one more bullet. Ricochet, return of the bullet. No. <laughs> I should I should tell that story about those. Those are that's actually pretty yes. funny. Yeah. And actually, kind of. I remember Nick was like, "What is this? Oh, well, this thing happened." <laughs> okay. All right. We'll we'll get to it. I will remember the bullet series for D and D story time. Okay, I, yeah. like, I want I want to hear this. <laughs> the bullet series. Okay, so uh, today we're talking about magic items because I like magic items. Uh, I like them as a DM and I like them as a player, but sometimes it can get real complicated. It really can. Sometimes it can uh, get a little out of hand. Yep. Yeah. And then sometimes it's like, man, that really isn't enough. And then sometimes it's too much. Yep. So we're going to talk about it, but before we get to about like how uneven stuff is sometimes, let's just first talk about some faves of ours, some some magic items that we really like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So anyone want to go first? Sure. I like the cloak of Elvenkind <laughs> and the boots of Elvenkind. So you like them together? I like them together. Yeah, but that goes onto the category of like they're kind of busted. Only a little bit, only a lot of it. I know. Like what? But, yeah, uh, they're they're busted, <laughs> bruh. Uh, Super busted. Yeah, because I usually don't really think about too much, like what what I'm going to get for magic items outside of like you know a plus one weapon or yeah yeah the staples. Yeah, you yeah you don't really like fiend over the items, Nick. I noticed that when you play, you're not really like magic items. Where they at? You're not really no, like that guy. I, I'll, I'll grab items for other people. Yeah, but, actually, I mean, you should keep it really simple. And, yeah, know. yeah. Nick, Nick never really goes super into the magical but, items. But when I do get magic items, so far, well, especially when you're playing like a roguey type I'm character. When I play a rogue, it's it's got to be that cloak of elven kind, man. I yeah, love that thing. I mean, <laughs> what about your boots of fringing and striding? Yeah, that's for monks. <laughs> yeah, that's when he wants to play his monk. I run a hundred plus squares everywhere. Uh, punch a dragon and run back. <laughs> Punch a thing and run all the way back to the party. Yeah, I'm going to stick with those. Force the creature to hold its action so you can't run by. Yep. That was fun. Yeah. I wonder how fast you actually go when you're going like 100 feet in a round. It's like 100 feet in a round. No, because then one one time I I hasted him too. (laughs) (laughs) Like we had had some stacks going for one time. It was fast. Was was that uh, the one with Jet Li, you know, and he's like running 60 miles an hour? The one? The one. Yeah, what a great movie. Oh, man. It's. Gosh, because like I think one time we were, we, were, we were doing that and you had that speed like we were trying to get away and I just jumped on your back and, <laughs> and I was like ah here use this scroll of expeditious retreat and give <laughs> oh yourself <laughs> give yourself more movement That's right let's get out of here what about DM you, you successfully run away I like adamantine armor you would <laughs> well I mean mm. it makes you immune to crits yeah, that's not the love about it oh man. It, yeah, it I, stops so much burst. Yeah, for the DM though, it's like, all right, I got a crit on. Oh, never mind. Yeah, yeah, Damn. yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. That's a shame. But it's you cannot deny how useful it is, especially when you're tanking. It's because yeah. so crits useful. kill, and that just makes them hurt a lot instead of kill. Yeah, it, yes. it gives you that nice consistent damage instead of like one hit and you're almost dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, some DMs are very reluctant to give out that Adam that that, that, that armor because. Uh, they don't want them so buff boys. Yeah. I actually wish they'd almost like did um, resistance instead. Resistance to physical damage instead of negating crits. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's really it's, tough to say. Well, there's yeah. a lot of swinging in, in, in 5th edition. And so like with, en- with enemies with so many extra attacks and ways to get advantage, like crits happen a lot. Yeah, in fifth edition, so it it, it it gets its payoff. Like if you're if you're a frontliner and you have that armor, it pays off. Like it come like it it happens. You 
it, yeah. it works out in your favor in the end. Is how so I, I feel. I, I feel like the way it is because you could you could put it on a barbarian who gets resistance from physical damage. I was just thinking, and that. then. You know, you can't be credited, so it's just... And then you're raging. Yeah, yeah but that's like with with combinations. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Um, hmm. What about you, sir? Oh, well, yeah, the Ring of Spell story. That's a good idea. That's really useful. Well, well, that here's the thing. Um, unlike a lot of casters, I do not hold back on spell casting. Like... No. Compared to other people that I play with, when I'm DMing, when I'm running, I am very... Like, I use my spells. Like, when I do a long rest, I got, like, one in the tank. Because I use them constantly. Like, I don't hold them and hoard them. Which kind of goes to the peeve. Like, like you do a hold. Just like, how many spells you got left? Everyone else exhausted? Mm, I got, like, over half. Man, (laughs) then that means that battle could have been much easier if you'd have been spitting those spells out. But that's a whole other story. Yeah, that is because I'm I'm very I'm very liberal with my spells. Like I spit them things out. Like I don't care. Like they're... I've never actually seen it being a problem running out of spells. And in all the games that have played, everybody <laughs> seems to have just the right amount of spells. Well, it's like uh, and like except for warlocks and cantrips. Cantrips cantrips also like hit really hard. Yeah, they're um, really useful. Yeah, way so more like, useful than they used to be. So, you know, uh, when it when it comes to the like spell economy, like when I I'm just like, man, use these spells. Like we're in a fight and then I see like, oh, here's this really dangerous situation. Oh, well, it's not so bad because this character can literally start mowing them down with like a single spell or two. But instead, they're using weaker one pick yeah. spells because they're trying to save their bigger stuff. And it's like a weird like I need to save it mentality. It is. Well, it's it's really a toss up, but I feel that uh, if you don't uses. spend your spells and you die, then it's your fault for not using everything at your disposal to overcome the Yeah, encounter. yeah. So, like, Ring of Spell Storing is so I have extra. Or, like, a lot of times I put utility spells in it. What about spell scrolls? Yeah, well, actually, I was going to get to that. Um, spell scrolls. I write... A lot of my characters write spell scrolls now, uh, which was... Uh, it was actually in your game that I actually got into the habit of doing it, and now I do it in every game. I'm a spellcaster. I am. I am. Okay, I have this much gold downtime. I'm writing scrolls. I mean, freaking Levy had a book of spell scrolls that I would. Oh, I would burn out my spells. I would just start ripping scrolls. Yeah. Or oh, I'm about to switch out this scro- this spell. I'm gonna write. As, I'm gonna write like five or six scrolls of it because I'm not gonna. I'm gonna move it off my list. And man, that came in so useful. Having a book of just extra spells. Uh, I practically double my spell slots. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's fantastic. Yeah, and I definitely think that a lot of times I scroll utility stuff more. Um, in the Pathfinder game I played with uh, with Chris running, though, I had about like it was just because we had a lot of gold and a lot of down like the downtime. So I would use the gold and the downtime to write a scroll, and. By the time we got we got to like one of the really big bosses, and they were and Chris was like, "Well, how many scrolls do you have to keep fighting?" Because he was just kind of trying to gauge our thing. And I, I had a separate book with the list, and I was like, "Oh, right, hmm, I got about thirty spells." <laughs> and, he, and the table just looked at me like, "What?" I'm like, "Yeah, I've been I've been writing spell scrolls since level two. And we're level 10. <laughs> and I've been writing scrolls since then. And the crazy thing is, uh, so like, you know, and I had like different stuff, just all these different spells. Because, of course, like uh, he used the spell list that comes with all the Pathfinder books. Plus, That's a lot of spells. Plus some of the third party spell books. I had access to those, too. So, like, I had a lot. Of spell scrolls, but then I had a whole separate set that was all based on contingency scroll. Mm. Oh, those are good. <laughs> yeah, so I had a, I had a, I had a bundle of nine contingency scrolls that would cycle through based on situations. <laughs> like it was kind of bad. But I mean, that's what contingencies for. Like yeah. it's it's, it's kind of bad. It's I don't know. Like I don't know. It, it, it felt like I was be- like it was one of the things where inside I felt like I was doing too much. 
And then I was just like, but it's so cool to write contingencies. If this happens, then this will go off. And then this will go off. I'll teleport. I'll heal. I'll turn into a dragon. I'll teleport back. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, look, because I could do that one. And then that one changed to that one. And that one changed to that one. So what happens? You get knocked out again. Ah. Contingency scroll set number two. If I are dragon, <laughs> I yeah. Get out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was just it was just one of those kind of silly chains. But it no, was, uh, scrolls, fun, scrolls ranks. I mean, it just it just helps out, especially for someone like me who who spits out spells like there's no tomorrow. Yeah. Um, what are your okay least favorite magical item, Mike? I uh, I know I'm going to get a lot of hate for this, but I hate bags of holding. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I mean, part of it is just I like people being able to just carry, you know, carrying capacity and things like that. It's part of just you have to balance how much you can actually carry. And it's an extra dynamic to the game. So you're yeah. kind of walking around with 18 sets of full plate and, mm-hmm. and stuff. And then others, because old, in older editions, you could put bags of holdings and bags of holdings and tear rifts into the Yeah, it was used plate. as weapons. So people would use it as weapons and stuff. Man, this is a tough one. Damn, I uh, yeah, Nick. You had this one. You're just like Ugh. adamantine armor. <laughs> Nick, you can get out of here just, right now. Just because I like crits, you know, they're fun. Yeah, they yeah, no, yeah. Like, I, I don't really have a a least, a, a least favorite item because, as you guys noted, I don't really go crazy with my items. Okay, is there is there is like any item that you you, you give to like a PC because like they really want it and you give it to them and you're just like, oh, this is annoying. Yes. Adamantine armor. <laughs> no, um, no, I, I, I can't say I have a least favorite item. At least not. I can't think of off the top of my head because I'm used to giving them out. But when I'm I'm a player, I'm just like, oh man, look at this plus one. Uh-huh. Look, look, look at that. That's uh-huh. cool. Uh, but you know, I would say like in recent memory, like you know the current games I'm running. Um, yeah, adamantine armor just because it takes away the fun of a crit. It's not even for mechanical reasons. Yeah, it's just like, it ah, takes I, away the fun it's like, crit. I crit. Damn it, I did it. Yeah, you're uh, now I'm excited. not excited anymore. <laughs> yeah. You know, that, that, that would probably be Ah, phooey. Yeah, like, oh. Yeah, uh, so I must give all my monsters adamantine armor from oh, now on. <laughs> I guess I'll have to start doing that now that everybody's such well, a Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's only an uncommon item. So I know. Okay, we, we, will, we will get into that mess later. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, we, un- we will... We will dive into that sauce in a minute. Um, okay. If I had to choose the item I I, uh, I like the least. It's hard to think of. Cloak of Elvenkind. Yeah. I don't okay. like, I, I, like... Well, here's the thing. Like, it's not that I don't give it out. Because I have. And yeah. I've done it multiple times. I just... Like, it, it's just like... Every rogue ever, ever in fifth edition, would take a cloak of Elvenkind. Gets a cloak of Elvenkind and boots of Elvenkind because they not only want to sneak with advantage, they also want to be spotted with disadvantage. And I'm just like those two together, and the items are so low, it's just annoying. It is. Well, pretty yeah, much no, it's, means it's that they're super. not going to get seen if they're like assassins. It's just yeah. I mean, like yeah, it makes them good the thing, but like it, like to me, it's almost like redundancy because. You're already getting expertise, right? So, like, yes, I got... You already get, so, you have yeah. double your skill. Right. And then, like, so, you know, I'll look at someone who's, like, stealthing. And they're like, all right, I get a plus 14 to stealth. I'm like, 14? Yeah. Because this, 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 and this. All right. Okay. And I'm going to cast Pass Without a Trace. So, I'm adding a 24 to my die roll. Well, then they can take the Ring of Invisibility on top of right. that. Right. So, I'm going to roll... You know, because my cloak of elven kind, I'm gonna roll the advantage. Oh, look at that! Thirty-four. Uh, yeah, I got a, I got a, I got a fourteen what plus did, my twenty-four. What did you get, Dean? I got thirty-eight. I got thirty-eight stealth. Uh, okay, roll to see me <laughs> at disadvantage. Like, yeah. what's the point? It. I mean, here's the thing. Like, I, I like to give my stealthy characters chances to be stealthy. Yeah. But it's just to me, it's more like redundancy. And it's so inexpensive. Yeah, they're so cheap. Yeah, so yeah, I think I think I think I think I think I like the cloak the least. 
I give it out all the time, but I just it's one of those things that actually I, I feel like the boots and the cloak should just do the same thing and just give advantage. Yeah, it's the advantage and then imposing yeah. disadvantage. It's like the double thing with it. So like you could choose the cloak or you could choose the boot, but you can't choose both because both should give the same bonus. Mm-hmm. But they don't. Yeah, so like that just kind of makes me like eh, eh. <laughs> okay. Um. So now, uh. A low-tier magic item that is just way too strong. It's like adamantine armor. Adamantine armor. Bing, 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 bing. A low level. So, like, it's uncommon, and you're like, why is it uncommon? Well, definitely going to agree with the adamantine armor. Yeah, it The cloak of Elvenkind is an uncommon one, too, isn't it? Yes. Gauntlets of Ogre Power Ooh. are uncommon. No, yeah, well, that's, 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 that's your strength 18. Yeah. I thought it was 19. I, it 19. 19. 19. 19 doesn't really matter. 19. 19. It's the same either way. I don't feel like that's too too bad for, mm-hmm. for uncommon. an uncommon item because uh, it's just going to increase your hit and damage. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. depending on where you're at on the strength chart, it doesn't actually give you a boost. It just brings you up to that number. Yeah, yeah. that's true. No, yeah, the okay. Cloak of Elvenkind is just uncommon. <laughs> yeah, like, it's uncommon. It's, it's, it's uncommon. It's, it's uncommon. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, it's just weird. Just like, oh. Huh. It, I, it, I'm actually torn between the Cloak of... And I use the Cloak of Elvenkind all the time, uh, all the time but like it's a tie between that and the adamantine armor like adamantine should at least be rare yeah i, I think at it should be minimum. it definitely should be yeah yeah this is really weird because like as we said through the book there's some things we feel like should be uncommon and there's some things i feel like should be rare you know like mm-hmm. some some of the like some of the stuff is just like what oh because uh what's the ring of spell story let's see Cause like I thought the Ring of Spellstorm was uncommon. No, Depending no, on no, it's one. rare. It has to is be it rare. rare. It's at least yeah. rare. It's at least rare. What do I know? I don't know anything. Uh, robes. Oh. We're in robes. Spellstorm. It is rare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that seems kind of fair for rare. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I mean, it gives you additional spell slots up first through fifth level. Yeah, you roll the d6 minus one, and that's how many slots are in it. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, it has potential to be really good. Yeah, I mean, if you get a, and, and when it gets the five slots, you can use them however you want. Yeah, you can divide them up. Um, um, yeah, yeah. So, like, is there is there uh, so there's any items that you feel like are just really mechanically, or they're just like this? This item's a little busted. You know, mechanically, or you're just like yeah, that staff of power. <laughs> But it's just because of the sphere of force. Like once once I saw it played, where you could just cast a sphere of force and trap somebody without a yeah, that's pretty throw. bad. That's pretty bad. And I've, you know, players literally will run around and just sphere of force the most dangerous guy, burst down the you know the little guy, and then wait ten minutes for the big guy, you know, for the sphere to go down and then beat, you know beat the beat the crap out of the, <laughs> the last guy standing, basically. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it is it is very it's a very rare item. Yeah, that is. So, I mean, but it's still kind of like it, it's really strong though it's because super strong. There's uh the spells in it are all very powerful. And if depending on how you run your game, if you can just go out and buy another one, if you have enough money, you have no problem breaking that thing over your knee. Yeah, making and, an explosion, and making it explode for an insane well, you could amount. T- of I mean, you could actually just craft in, in your downtime, depending on like the cost of it and how what level you are. <laughs> yeah, you know, just just a I bunch of just level. like uh, stacks of power that are designed to look like baseball bats, and you crack them over enemies so they explode. Just crack, <laughs> boom. <laughs> That's it funny. Was... That's funny. Just, no, just, just uh, crack and boom. It's one of those, but yeah, it's just one of those things. Like for at least for me, I just. I, I personally don't use items enough. Yeah. To, depend, you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but. Well, but, here's another uh, one. Like, uh, the manuals that increase your uh, stats by two. Those are. What are those? Well, they're very rare, but in theory, you could craft them because it also increases your maximum. So they're very rare, and you yeah. read them, and they permanently increase your yeah, stats. Yeah, so you they're could. They're really hard. I've actually never 
seen one in a game. I don't yeah. think I've ever. Yeah, I saw somebody joking about it. Like, well, you know, I, my wizard could literally just get uh, one of those hyperbolic time chamber magical items that makes it so one year passes as a day, and then I walk into the time chamber, craft ten books, read them, and then increase my stat by twenty when I step out. Oh God, yeah, <laughs> jeez, that's not so much. Like, is there is there? Uh, here's an uh, an item that I really like that um, doesn't really get a lot of use. It's the instant fortress. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I, my thing. I don't know. I, I feel, like, I feel it, like I feel like it's I feel like it's a hassle for. So, well, here's the thing. I am also not using it offensively. Yeah, you're not throwing it at people like where I've had it, where people are like I grab this fortress, I throw it in the air, and then I give the command word so it lands on top of the bad guy. There's <laughs> this giant tower. Yeah, I don't. I don't do that. And I, had, I, I had the same thing with the, the boat tokens. It's like, oh, look, it's just a feather that turns into, like, a boat. You know, like a rowboat. And many of just like, you know what? I shove the feather up this guy's, this giant's nose, and then give the command word so it explodes in the guy's nose. <laughs> I catapult <laughs> the instant fortress and say the command word when it hits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would actually be really terrible. <laughs> no, I'm just sitting there like... You know, I don't feel like this is not this is not working as intended here. Yeah, I I, I also feel you with that because like, I like the idea of of it, it's an item that I, I had in a game, and I just like the idea of when we camp, we are secure. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a very fun item if players use it that way. Yeah, uh, as a DM, it's just kind of one of those things like, oh no, because like I'm always like. Man, because when we're camping in dangerous places, and if you don't have anyone who has anything to protect yourself, that would be a really good item. It's a spelled door. They can't break in. No one can, you know, they actually have to break, physically break those doors down because they're magic. And it's hard because I think the whole thing is made out of adamantium. Yeah, it has it has like a bunch of different rules for it, or like it has an HP you actually have to break through, and yeah, like and it's high, and no one's no one's gonna break through that without you guys being like alerted. So I think the fortress is like one of those like items that get to get slept on, but I do so also understand that I don't want to because I feel like right now I couldn't give it to certain players in certain parties I have because they would throw it at people. They wouldn't use it as yeah, a place they, to they stay. get a dexterity saving throw to avoid the tower. Which is DC 15, or they take 10d10 bludgeoning damage. Yeah. Yeah. Like, honestly, honestly, like, if someone's using it like a thrown projectile and then saying the words in the air, when the tower hits, I would have it break. (laughs) I mean, it's it's a tower falling. It should crumble. (laughs) Honestly, though, right? Like, it's... I would. Uh, it would have some. Structural. Well, I mean, it's made out of adamantine, so it's immune to crits. It would have. It would have some. <laughs> Damn you! I'm just saying. After the first time they did it, that thing would have a little bit of a gangster lean. <laughs> it would have to. The leaning dare. Yeah, it's just, it's, just, it's just like the next time. Oh, we got a rest. Ooh, did it always lean like that? Uh-huh. Yeah, I give him like you can throw it three times before it's gone. <laughs> oh yeah, you just broke your fortress. Oh, good job. Just me personally. Okay. I feel like from like an RP standpoint, I would just find it amusing because he was like, wait a minute, where'd this tower come from? And you have all these villagers around the tower like, <laughs> what's going on? Yeah. I mean, he's like, like uh, where are you going to stay at the end? No, I'm just going to go outside the town and, hey, f- can I borrow this plot of land? Uh, <laughs> boop. Boom. You know, then the nobleman's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Did you get a permit for this town? Oh, you know my bad, and, and, cube. And, and you know what gets me is that somebody who throws the fortress... At an enemy, probably thinks they're super clever. When to the DM, it's just like, oh, "You're so annoying. Please don't do this. That's not what this is for." You know what I'm like it's like, don't, don't be. Whoever's listening, don't be the one. I also <laughs> like the little uh, automaton thing that you can ride inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, guys yeah, got yeah. one I of those saw too. The, the yeah. apparatus of yeah. and its the, mini the levers. Crap, the lobster tank. <laughs> the little yeah. lobster thing. Yeah. That's actually pretty fun. Um, That's a cool item. Yeah, I think like in our um, and in the fifth edition game we played, you guys had a few things because like I know for I know uh, Pat got like the sword of the defender. You got a holy avenger. It was yeah. a lot of. It was a lot of real. We were also real high level at that point, though. Oh yeah, I mean, you guys were like seventeen at that point. So that brings us to like levels and items, right? 
At what level do they start getting items? And when do you start? When do they start getting those saucy high tier mm. items? If I'm being balanced and I'm, you know, and the party is, it's a good party, and I can trust people. To not throw towels around. Yeah, <laughs> I'll. I usually do it like roughly every five levels. You go up a tier. Mm-hmm. So when you hit five. By then, you by the time you reach five, you should have at least one plus one item. Yeah, it, most definitely. At least or like an item. uncommon, yeah. One uncommon item, yeah. Once you get to ten, it's reasonable to say you either have multiple uncommon or at like. the most one rare. By the time you're 15, stuff's getting crazy enough that you can get a Rares. very rare item. And if you're super lucky between 15 and 20, a legendary item. That's generally how I rough go it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, there are times where I've dropped a a legendary item a little early. Like, it was like, all right, you guys are 13, 14. Here's a legendary item. But, like, you know, you worked for it. Yeah. yeah. Big boss fight. You kind of earned it. But people like getting rewards from those big boss fights. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, um, I think one of the ones, like how uh, Tom Scared Eris got that staff of power that he had, mm-hmm. was you guys stopped the mage from cracking it over the guy. Because yeah. he was going to crack it, and you guys stopped him from cracking it. So when he died, it was just there. And I was like, yeah, you know, there it uh, is. Do you remember? Was it, what, uh, it was also in your game where it was like, what is it? Uh, the monk punched the statue which had the staff of power the trap with the, the yeah the sta- yeah because the- if he didn't punch the statue we could have just taken the statue technically if uh so here's the thing if they would have inspected the the board they would have realized they could have just opened it up and there would have been a staff of power yeah. inside but that's not as fun as just punching it and watching it go. Yeah. Well, it only works because there were multiple boards, and each yeah, board the, gave you the, an maybe item. Maybe it was a setup. Like you set it up so that he would punch the Right, because every power. one, it was like he punched the thing and then got a prize. Yeah. You know, like a test your mic. <laughs> doom, 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 you know, just <laughs> I mean, he was a monk, and he got... like I mean, he, like, he was really into it by the time he got to that third one, because it was the banded board. So yeah, he had to like yeah. strike it like more Walt than once. Yeah, I remember that to, to crack it open, and then when he cracked it, he was like, "Yeah!" And I gave like a very rare item in that one. Yeah, and I was like, "It's like here's the last board. It looks like it's mostly metal." And he yeah. he got a natural twenty, and then I'm like, "Yes, you crack the staff of power." Also, uh, and going back to the the question of Mike's uh, face of glee. Of, uh, <laughs> you were so happy. When I like to give out magic items of a certain strength, it's also dependent on how experienced my players are mm-hmm. and how difficult I can make the game as a whole without you know about you know yeah. to kind of make the characters work. Yeah, because like playing with a bunch of people who are new or just have a little bit of experience, I'll have I'll let you have some fun. I might get you uh, like a rare item between five and ten, just just for fun. so you can see it. Just Can't so get it used to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, you know, I 100% get you. But when I'm playing like a serious game, like we're going to be getting into tonight, Uh-oh. you know, I don't mind having a couple, but I still want it to be difficult enough that, you know, you're not, re- you shouldn't have to rely on your items, but in this case, they're going to be very important. Yeah, I mean, I like, don't. we also have like uh, yeah. builds. Yeah. yeah, you also have builds and stuff that go with it. Yeah. I mean, so, in that regard, you know, if it's a, a group that I know can handle a harder world, I'll dial down the level of magic items just to kind of fit. With well, the, uh, magic the items gritty really, feel that I'm really for. make the game easier because it allows you to overcome a lot of monsters or challenges mm-hmm. you wouldn't normally be able to. Overcome. Yeah, yeah, like stuff like an immovable rod, like that's super utilitive. You know, it it, it helps out in multiple <laughs> situations. The guy that's got swallowed from the dragon, and it's yeah. like, I placed the immovable rod in the dragon. I like. Here's the thing: like I've heard like twenty of those kinds of stories. <laughs> I went to the immovable rod and just ripped out the gut. Yeah, it's like oh, the dragon. Follows me whole immovable rod. <laughs> you know. You know, then there are times, you know, you're about to slide down a pyramid slide and fall into a maw of a giant insect. Immovable rod? <laughs> and then I hit it. I hit the immovable rod that somebody else put out. Yeah, yeah, you and bounced it and you hit it and you pinged. That's right, that's right. Because that he put the rod and then he came down and like hit it and started like <laughs> spinning off. Man. Oh man, like, you know, stuff like that. Or when you guys did the immovable rod and you shot it in the air and shouted the word so it would stop and then used it to swing the rope. Well, that's actually really cool. Yeah, Yeah. 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 you shot it with a rope on the end 
at tied in the center. So when you said the word, it stopped, and then you used it to swing across to another place. And then you had um, someone's familiar come up, and it could speak common. You had it say the word and, and fly back with and the rod. fly back with the rod. Oh, man. Um, I remember that. That I, was that was pretty funny. I remember somebody wanted to use a pair of immovable rods as a screema sticks. So when they were a monk, they would fight with the immovable rods, but then they would have both rods and they could climb midair by doing each rod at a time and just climbing up like it's a ladder with just their that's arms. that's a really cool. I like that. I like, like that a lot. I'm like that's that's super unique. But I like the fact that they wanted to fight with them because you couldn't stop the immovable rod. You wouldn't want to do it mid fight. But, I mean, you could use it to, like, jump over an enemy. Like, oh, no. Whoop. I'm over. And I'm just like, that's good. Yeah. Using it for mobility and stuff. I, is, I actually really fun. like the two immovable rod ladder. I'm, yeah. I'm really yeah. feeling that. Just bink. Yep. No tower can keep me out. <laughs> Not when I can climb the air. Oh, we're going to Oh, we're gonna go in the tower? Nope. I use my two mover rods and slowly climb up. Yeah. That's pretty that's, rad, actually. I actually kind of like that. I super like that. Um, but uh, definitely yeah. when you give items, you have to consider... Um, if they have X amount of items, just either like they deal more damage, it gives them more damage reduction, it gives them more spells, more protections. Then you got to think about like the the, the creatures, right? Because like, it has to structure to, the encounters a little bit around the magic items that. Yeah, you have to consider like what they have at their disposal, because you know. Um, which at the same time, I also am the kind of DM that also likes to give them something to let them feel real, uh, real good, you yeah. know. Oh, yeah. Like like if someone has a mace of smiting, I'm gonna give him a chance to hit an undead. Oh yeah, I'm gonna certainly. give him a chance to hit an undead well, with nobody, that bad boy. Nobody likes having a magic item they can never ever ever use. Right, like here's your, here's your mace of disruption. Well, it looks like you're fighting a bunch of you know rogues that aren't undead. And yeah, it's like you gotta. And a lot of times, um, I'll just think of like general magical items they do, and then I'll, I'll build my encounters. Actually, I think around flame the, tongue. Flame tongue's really the one. It's like here's your flame tongue. Now everything has fire resistance. Yeah, flame tongue. Now welcome to the demon campaign where everything <laughs> yeah. resists completely or resists against fire. Time to use flame tongue in the city of brass. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Like it's just really unfortunate. Mm. You know, in, in, in general, because um, what was it? Yeah, because like uh, a lot of times, what I'll do is like I'll give you guys items, and I build the encounter based on what it should be. But what I'll do is I'm like, oh man, he has undead. This dude is like a necromancer. It's going to be undead. He has a mace of smiting, so it's going to be effective. So because of that effectiveness, I'll do this and this and this. Like, so I'm not going to like take them away. It's like, oh no, now he summons aberrations instead. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll still give that opportunity. Uh, there's a cultist of Cthulhu. Right. So, you know, you got to like give him a chance to still get that sauce in. Quentin Wesby. No, right. no, no Quentin. Yeah, and then there's well, magic items your enemies have. Oh, yeah. Right? Well, on, on the previous oh, yeah. note, before we moved it there, is uh, sometimes giving magic items that are keys or puzzles to unlock the, the boss encounter. Like, if you don't use the magic item properly, then you can't overcome the, the encounter. Mm -hmm. At which point it just becomes a puzzle piece yeah. that you have to use. That's very you, Mike. It is. That's very Mike. Oh, here's this mace of disruption. You can use this four levels later when you're fighting the lich at the very end of the dungeon. Didn't we have a group that, that forgot they had it yeah. when they were fighting that uh, blood knight that I made? Yep, just like, oh man, we totally could have one-shotted this, this blood knight. But nah, we're gonna completely forget that we had this item. I ended up, <laughs> I ended up wiping out I think half the party. Yeah, with with a fight that all they needed was one thing. Yeah, uh, it... <laughs> yeah. yeah. So like, uh, yeah. God, what were we just about to transition to? Okay, I'm there. I'm back. I'm back. We brought it back. Woo. So, uh, so you know, we talk about CR stuff, but there's a lot of times uh, we talked about a little bit before we even started recording is the fact that we like to we like you know we make our own all the time. We oh, yeah. make our own magic items constantly. Uh, we flavor items our own way. We add and subtract to them. So, um, let's real quickly all just share an item we've made ourselves right does that sound good mm, sure uh or altered or altered so i'm gonna start with nick since i know he has a plethora uh you know i'm gonna go to my favorite 
because I still use it in both games that I'm currently running. Um, I made a lucky coin. God damn, we're not on cursed items, Nick. I know. <laughs> Hold but on, I'm pretty sure that's in the book. No, no. no it's not in there. Uh, okay, I'll stay away from cursed <laughs> items then. No, we're going to talk about cursed oh, items. No, that's fine. Not, You're fine. You're fine. Now. Fine. That's fine. Um, well, I'll just talk about an item I made, I made recently uh, a couple days ago. Um, and that was uh, I made a short sword that could extend into a whip. And then three times per day, you could charge the whip with fire, and it would do an additional two d six damage on the swing. So it was a nice low. It was a to me a a mid to low level item that felt cool, had a neat effect, and you know the added benefit of a little extra damage. It's not quite the flame tongue, which is what I was trying to avoid, but it still is cool. Mm-hmm. And who doesn't want an, an ivy whip that lights on fire? Yeah. Um, so that that's one that I made recently for uh, uh, a, a, a a mage type, um, I believe that wanted. But he was also a monk, so he's like, no, I'm sorry, he's a monk rogue ranger, and he's like, oh, this will fit with the way I fight. I can get, I can go from five feet reach to ten foot reach with this, and then enhance it a little bit with his uh, okay. his okay. ability. So that's he had cool. fun with that. So uh, I've used this uh, more than once. Uh, uh, I think I think the first time it came was uh, when we did our um, uh, I think it was our Sunday game. It is the robe of occasionally useful items. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The robe mm. of occasionally useful items is the broken cousin of the robe of useful items. Does that make it a cursed item? <laughs> I don't know. Because mm. it doesn't really hurt you, but just sometimes you get... It's the one you don't thing. get what you want. You yeah. get useless things. So it has X amount of pouches, but these pouches have a scale of how useful it's going to be at the time. So you can, like, potentially get almost anything, but then potentially get, like, a nothing like everyone's like, same. like we really need a no. I think that like, ha, like uh, I forgot who had it, but they're like, you know, you guys were like locked in a room because someone messed up the trap, and he actually rolled a uh, hundred on the d hundred and pulled the key <laughs> out of the robe of occasionally useful items. Oh, that's useful. Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, so like the the item can be really, really, really strong, or it could have been a spoon, <laughs> right? Or it could have been a spoon. Like, I think one time he was like, man, we really need to get out of here. And he opened it up and it gave him half of a lockpick set. You know, for some reason, I'm like, <laughs> you, you got this bowl of stew. And you're like, all right, let me reach into this bowl, you know, of usual items. And you pull out a fork. And you're like, no. <laughs> yeah, it was just it was just a wacky, a wacky item. That's good. Just the robe of occasionally useful items. Oh. Mm. What? It's your turn, sir. Oh, oh, my turn? Yeah, is it? <laughs> Come on, man. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm hard time trying to decide what like I do they had. I mean, one we talked about last night was like the cloak that actually cast the shield spell, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, well, uh, you have a you have a the the isn't the isn't Conthun's tome yours? Oh yeah, Conthun's holy, holy text. text. Yeah, 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 that's you. That just has every has every spell in the game in it. But it has a cost that so you have to roll on a random chart every time you cast a spell out of the book. And so the, the book is a cursed item, so it always it flips is. to the page that would be the most beneficial to you at that given time. Whatever it might be, flying or fireball or cone of cold or whatever. And it's just like, look, if you cast this. But some of the, some of the like the ritual more spells have like some really had some really heinous requirements. Oh yeah. Like sacrifice this many people on a moon yeah. at night. <laughs> yeah. You know, it was it was a it was a it was a bad book. It was a very Oh and, and oh yeah because it was cursed it was always on your person at all time. <laughs> yeah uh I I tried to uh, I tried to sell it, and it came back, uh, which, in hindsight, I made a pretty decent profit on selling it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and, and it came back. It just back. keeps coming back. Um, what else did we do? I we locked it up in a room. It came back. We buried it in a lead-lined chest. Yes, six feet in stone. <laughs> 
And I went to reach for my magic book and I pulled out the book. Uh, it was like a minute after and I'm just like, why? <laughs> the other one I really liked, which I don't, I don't know if you see, you, I don't think it was in any of the games that you played, in, but it was, the, the, it was an intelligent sword that never missed. Yes. And so one, it always wanted to be drawn. So that was his caveat. So he would always, you had to roll a wisdom save to draw any other weapon mm-hmm. besides the sword. So you were just like, oh, I reach for my bow. Ah, no, no, you draw the sword instead. And so when you, you swing with it, when it, and so he calculates the, the difference between your attack roll and the armor class of the creature, whatever it might be, if you were to miss, makes it a hit, and then you lose that many hit points. Yeah. Oh, that's 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 saucy. So you roll a one or a two, <laughs> you hit. You're about to get. Oh, you still hit hurt. with a one, but yeah, you're about to get hurt. You lose the. Oh my gosh! So it like draws it out of you. Yeah. Um. Funny enough, I actually made uh in our pirate game, I made a gun, uh, which I called the Dead Man's Trigger, and the gun uh, essentially would roll. You roll a d4. It would drain that much life from you, but then give you that much to attack and damage. Oh, okay. That's kind of... So you'd roll a d4, and it would take... And so, uh, poor David just kept rolling fours. <laughs> so he was like... And you have to make a save not to draw the dead man's trigger. So he would draw it out and then lose four life. But he'd hit. He was hitting more. He was hitting hard. But man, by the time it was done, he was like, I only have five hit points left. Can I try to put the gun away? Yeah, roll. You don't. Yeah, he would <laughs> fail. Poor guy. Yeah, so that was that was a pretty that was cool. I know some people who would have taken that 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 minus with complete like, okay, yeah, I'll take that damage. Give me that gun. Uh, but for him who was getting hit, it was pretty bad. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll just real quick because I just now you can talk about the yeah, lucky the coin. Lucky coin here it comes. So it's real simple. It's a gold coin of an unknown denomination. You don't know what country it's from or whatever. But it is a gold coin, and once you have it, it's almost like the one ring in that you don't realize you're playing with it, you're flipping it, it's in your hand, you're always messing with it when it's in your pocket. And what happens is, is every time combat starts, you just are compelled to flip it. Heads, you get the effects of bless. <laughs> Tails, you get the effects of bane. So, And it lasts the whole fight, so you got to flip before every fight. The only way to get rid of it is to hand it to someone else you can't throw it you can't do any of that somebody has to willingly take it from you and you give it to them which is why I'm looking forward to how the West March is starting back up again someday because Nick okay Nick I just want to say this because you know we're we're friends but like you literally flooded the market of cursed items like everyone had like eight cursed I was like where are all these effing like they keep we, coming to see your boy? Like we we would start it. We, we would yeah, start the game. Yeah, we would start the game. So I was like, all right, guys, let's run. And they're all like, oh yeah, I got to do this because I'm cursed. Oh yeah, I can't. I'm cursed to use this great sword, but I don't actually have it, so I'm swinging at disadvantage. Oh, I'm cursed. What? What I didn't understand is how people kept going to Quentin Wellsby oh, for stuff. Oh, <laughs> don't even get me started. It's, it's, going, it's going to be good this time. Don't even get me it's started. It's going to be good this time. Ah, oh, it's another cursed item. I feel like I could do a whole video. I could do a whole thing on West March's The Good, The Bad, The Ugly. Yes. Because we had really fun moments. We did. Really good moments. really bad moments. we had moments. Really, really low lows. We had some real high highs and some real low lows. Yeah, that'll be the next episode. Falling oh. Oh. <laughs> like I, I noticed it all it's a tangent but like when we did the attack on the city yeah. that was like it was it was perfect it was it was like Tied all these different parties it was like it was like, it was like it was like peak west marches right there yeah that was like it at its best yeah in that one moment well, we had like really 30 plus guys all playing with like five or six different groups. It was us. Yeah, and then each person was in a different part of the city, and the DM like handled it, and then it all tied right because at the end of because like everybody at did. the end of the night, everyone, all the DMs told me what happened. I did the fight with Grim God himself, and then I just like kind of narrated the whole city scenario, and you guys like saving the city after everything happened, and it just felt. It was, it was so good. It was so it was satisfying. Really good, yeah. It was so satisfying. And I want that moment again. But the lows oh, were so low. The lows. I have 25 to my passive perception. Just thought you should know. 
<laughs> oh man, nah, man. We can do a video on we those a lot. But you know, we learned a lot. Yeah, like wow. I, I knew uh, from that. I I knew what I liked from West Marches, what I didn't like, what I would change, uh, what rules I would place ahead of time. That yeah, kind of stuff. Like giving out magic gear was a big thing. You had to make sure that you didn't give out too much. Yeah, that was a huge. You didn't want to flood the like, market like, like completely with magic gear that everyone has mixed levels. Yeah, like I almost kind of want to jacket. Uh, almost kind of want to jacket the way eventually does their magical items, which is like a, it's like a pull type thing, and at the end of it, there's like enough for everyone to get like a little something something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it got real. Ooh, sometimes ah okay all right all right we're, we're good i'm good we're good oh yeah oh yeah we're good okay okay Sequin so then there's these other ideals. kind of super cool items and they're called legacy weapons yes oh i love legacy weapons. legacy weapons are originally from three five yes right yeah three five um they are items that essentially you build and they level with you mm-hmm. uh there are some you can find already and you unlock them by completing certain tasks yeah, and the thing is that you don't know what the tasks are. So part of the the adventure is learning about your weapon, performing these tasks, or just learning what the task is, and then doing them to unlock the additional. Yeah, because I actually learned the. I got the first one for the Desert Wind on accident when I did the bid for the Red Dragon, who blew fire yes. on the sword to ignite it for the first time. Yep. So that was that was it. I mean, the sword had to be bathed in fire. <laughs> so I was like, oh. Ah, okay. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Um, granted, Nameless had, like, three artifacts. Yep. Yeah. I, I don't know how she ended up with three artifacts, but she was real artifact tight. Oh, yeah. Godslaying spear on the back. I love like, the Godslaying spear. Yeah, the God merely because it was just like, you want to go slay that god over there. And the fact that my character did want to go slay Miss Garden, the god that she was like essentially committed to serve as a child, so it was just like, yes, let's go. And the spirit's like, I agree with this. Uh, It was just really funny because like I was like, okay, so then I had like another item that was like relic level. So it's like, oh, all these items destroyed except for your three relics. Huh. Yeah, that was that. Yeah, when when the, the room of disjunction which destroyed all items, and it, yeah. and yeah, and he had to traverse through that room to make it through the dungeon. Oh uh, my goodness! I'm not. I'm not going. I'm not going to talk about the that area. That area <laughs> made me made me dislike you a little, Mike. I'm not going to lie. That area was tedious. It, it was. Uh, it was the worst. Oh, I. I it know. was the worst. It was the but, worst. Because yeah, you guys were like level seventeen, so I, I was like, you know what, I could just. Not holding any punches here. We're just gonna That's throw fair. this. It was rough. It was a rough go. Oh yeah, it was. But it, it was, was it was super rough. It was anno- um, it was just as fun as it was annoying sometimes. Yeah. So like with legacy items, uh, especially if you're converting it to five E, it's really fun because like we did it Sunday and I think it worked really well. Um, with everyone having these cool little legacy items, and uh, essentially like, um, of course, then you earned your first legacy, which was reach the throne. Putting the fir- the true king back on the throne was like your first legacy, mm-hmm. uh, that like event that happened, and it worked out super well on Sunday. I think it did. I think I think like, everyone was being very, uh, no one was being too crazy with everyone was like. I feel like a lot of people were just so worried to like, Aaron. I don't want to break anything. So can I can I do this? And I'm like. Well, listen, man, that actually is a little weak compared to some of these other abilities. Let's let's bump that up. Mm, yeah. uh, you know, it was really cool. And then I got the opposite problem the next time I did it. So it's it's something that definitely takes a lot of discretion to do, but I think it's worth it. I think your players will love it. And it's usually a good learning moment. Yeah. Also, when you give out a legacy weapon, I usually consider the character's level like that plus one and a half. Yeah. Almost, yeah. Well, I mean, it's an item that's always on their character that has multiple. Mu- Depending on how they built it, it yeah. can it can do it some can crazy do multiple things. Multiple things. It's very u- u- utility plus extra. Very geared to make them optimized. Oh yeah, because generally people take things to enhance their characters. Right. It's not just like a general item. It's something to make them better. Um, I think uh, this dude Joe. I think was the most like he literally uh. He used his item to give himself a fly, like a like a fly speed, a swim speed, 
and a higher runs. It was just really weird. He's like, yeah, I want these to be. I'm like, okay, okay. I don't quite understand how this sword works. But. It was it was a it was a cloak. It was <laughs> okay. a it was a. It was, it was I feel like, like Cloak makes more sense. It's just funny. It's like, this sword allows me to fly, swim, and go through mountains. <laughs> yeah, he was just, I was like, all right, I want to travel like the Mako. So, yeah. Um, all right. So, what kind of coffee did we have? It was it was this Kenya blend. Okay, light blend. It was, it was really good. Uh, Nick, let's start with you, man. How you feel about that? Uh, it was good. It was very good. Um, didn't have any kind of aftertaste that uh, I noticed. It uh, was well balanced. Um, I did use the white chocolate creamer. I have white chocolate creamer. I, I enjoy the white it's chocolate in there. creamer. It's I give the yours, white chocolate mocha. I love you when you're listening to this. Uh, but, uh, no, I probably bought it. I'm, yeah. Yeah. But uh, it's real good. Um, I'm going to keep it short and sweet, and I'll say I give it a 15. Oh yeah, that's right. It's out of twenty. You know, I was, I was about to give him out of like one out of ten there for a second because you know, I thought we were doing D tens. Is this White Wolf and? <laughs> oh man. Uh, no, it's actually you know I mean, Nick's right. There's there's not a really strong aftertaste to it, which is why I like it because you get like some of the really dark black coffees where it's just like even if you put tons of sugar and creamer with it, the coffee just overpowers it, mm-hmm. and it, it doesn't have that. And so it's it's a nice smooth blend, and I, I mean I still like the mocha. So I, I I give the mocha you know creamer you know like uh, twenty out of twenty. You know go out there and get get some uh, white mocha creamer. Yeah, <laughs> I did buy white mocha creamer, didn't I? Uh, but you know the coffee. You know I feel like Nick's right. Fifteen is really good. I mean I mean also it's, it's just Kenya coffee. So there's there's lions and, and some giraffes. And, <laughs> It's, it's just sprinkled in there. Yeah. Uh, this the Serengeti. Yeah. <laughs> the Serengeti coffee. Um well I, I really enjoyed it. Uh it's tasty. Like I freaking like almost polished it before we even freaking started. I just started just drinking it. Um and if I if I'm drinking it like that, then it, it it's it's good. Yeah, this um, this is my second cup. Yeah, like it doesn't like I don't taste it anymore. Uh it was great. Um it was really smooth warm too. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I felt like it was smoother, warm, because yeah. the bottom of my dregs in my coffee was cooled down, and I think I liked it more when it was warm, like it really smooth, warm. Um, so I'm gonna give it. A, I'm actually gonna give it a 16. It's right. a 16, easy. Right on. Um, I also did the French vanilla creamer though. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe I would have given it higher if I had the white mocha. Um, so anyway, guys, I hope you enjoyed the uh, the audio. <laughs> I said the video. Uh, continue <laughs> to uh, listen. Continue to share us. Continue to just. Uh, give us input is there anything you want us to do don't don't hesitate to give us a message um on the plugs that are coming after this and remember guys the quest never ends shop with quentin wellsby no no don't that shop with quentin wellsby never shop with quentin wellsby do not shop with quentin wellsby because he is uh something that i would have to bleep out <laughs> so uh so there i yeah. feel the need to make a quentin wellsby ad now Shop at Quentin Wellsby's to find his wares in the emporiums. Do you like the shaft as a character? Do you like to think you're getting ahead, but you're really falling behind? <laughs> Why not Quentin's? Oh. Hey! Hashtag no refunds. <laughs> uh, may cause uh, death, paralysis. <laughs> may cause death, paralysis, betrayal of friends and allies. <laughs> oh. An eventual beatdown by your party. Yep. <laughs> That's, oh, man. All right. Bye, guys. Yeah, Crap. Yeah, bye. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you like us, please follow us on Facebook at the DM World at 9029. Or you can follow us on Twitter at DM World 9029. Thanks for your support, guys. Keep listening. And remember, once again, the quest never ends.